everyone, I'm not, I'm not sure when or where you listen, whether we're at the house on a Monday morning or on a commute Monday morning, maybe we're lounging, call it a, a Tuesday afternoon. Potentially we get that Thursday night gym session and we're listening. I don't know why you would listen at the gym. I support it and I like that energy. I just, I just don't know why, but I do know this. Everyone, right now you are listening to the Monday Morning Commute, the 44th installment. My name is John. Everyone, here's my thing. I just had an arugula salad. Backed it up with some kombucha. I feel elite. I haven't felt this clean in a while. Had a nice walk out there too. I didn't drive there, I walked to the spot. It was a salad bar place. Arugula salad. Flutter a little blue cheese in there. I'm not gonna say no. Like some blue cheese. It was a pink peppercorn cider vinaigrette. As if anyone knows what that means. I had it in there. I liked it. I feel good. And, and considering everyone, I don't know if I made this public information yet. Maybe on Twitter you might have seen it. I just went two weeks without coffee. It was difficult. And I actually, I couldn't have coffee or alcohol, but I always forget I couldn't have alcohol. It, the, the coffee was hands down harder. It wasn't even a race. I actually, I forgot that I wasn't supposed to have alcohol and I, I just didn't have any. Those routine Americanos, that was an issue. When you put them on ice, even more of an issue. The casual cup of coffee at the office, bit of an issue. For, for two weeks, there was not a coffee, a coffee mug on my desk. Cold brew, I didn't even think about it. Well, I did, it was tough. Either way, I made it through two weeks. Had, a, had my first half cup of coffee on Friday, and I was a jitterbug, and I was nauseous and sweaty, so I, I jumped a little bit too far in real quick. I had to kind of pace myself, and I, I learned my lesson. So on Saturday, which is today, I'm recording this on a Saturday, on Saturday, uh, I bought an Americano. I think I made my purchase at 8.45, and I don't think I took my first sip. It was somewhere in between 8.58. I'd like to say 9.03, about a five-minute window. I was on the bus. I took my first sip. I actually, you know, I'm looking at the mug right now. I haven't actually finished it. It is 4.49 right now. And I, I stopped drinking at about three. So it took me six hours to drink 80% of Americano. And I feel like I feel good. Aside from the arugula and the kabut, I feel pretty good. Some people microdose shrooms. I microdose Americanos. And that, I think, describes me right there. That's who I am. That's who you're listening to. Everyone, I can be at the top of the world. When you get down to the nitty gritty, I'm going to have some sort of pet peeve. And for me, the one that stands tallest, with little no question, and I, I just don't understand it, why someone would open a bag of chips, let's say Ruffles, original maybe cheddar sour cream. I'm not sure when they open it and they start eating the chips, I just don't know why when they put it back, they don't close the bag. People do that. And here's where I think the confusion is, because I don't know if, I think no one has thought about this, it's because people do it unknowingly. There have been one, ten, a hundred many two times 
where I've been at home, I've gone in my pantry, excuse me, I've gone, I've been at my, my, my parents' house. I'm, I'm reflecting back to when I was younger. I've been at my parents' house and I'm not blaming my parents either. I think it's people who have come to our house who have ate a bag of chips. We never had ruffles who ate a bag of peanut butter pretzels from Trader Joe's and didn't close the bag. I'm not pointing fingers because I don't know who did it. And I know my mom or dad did it because I'm pretty sure they made it clear when you have a bag of peanut butter pretzels, salted or unsalted, you close it and you put it away properly. For some reason, though, I'd come downstairs and a bag would be open. Again, I don't know who it was. But there's a few issues with that. Now, what's the reason? I don't know if anyone's heard of the word stale um, or what that means or how that applies to your daily life. Everyone, um, you buy a baguette from Vons. It's fantastic that first night. It's very good. Crisp, fluffy on the inside. Get a little earth balance, fake butter, pop it in there, dip it in chili. It's good eating. But here's the thing. If you leave that bag of bread or if you just leave a slice of the baguette out on your countertop 12 hours later, it's the next day, it's not going to be the same. Same, same, but different. It's like you have a friend and then they move away and you don't see each other again till you've hit puberty. Same, same, but different. I'm not saying the friendship, I don't say, I'm not saying any of that's stale. What I'm saying is it's just different. In the terms of food, it's not, it's not good. Stale stuff isn't good. Now, can we flip it and make French toast? We could. You've got to like French toast to do that. I think it's a little overrated. That's a topic for another time. Everyone, I just don't know why we're not closing bags of chips. It's never made any sense to me. It's unbelievably simple. You come at me with, you come at me with the argument, John, I'm not going to buy chip clips. <laughs> I don't even have rubber bands. My hair's not long enough. I don't have a hair tie. How would I preserve it? That's a good question. Here's what you do. Let's recognize a few things. In American chips, I can't, I can't talk about Europe, Asia, any, any other place in the world, but with American chips, um, by design, if you buy a large thing of Doritos, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to fill it to the brim. You'd think that is, and I, I've confirmed this, coworkers, but we've been talking about this. Basically, it's, you, you need the air in there, acts like some sort of airbag, like a cushion. So, because uh, if the whole bag was full and there's less air, they'll get crunched easier and you're going to left with the bits and crumbs that you get the, at the bottom of the bag, just I think in excess. When you add the air, it protects them. With that being said, when I open it, air comes out, chips are down, distraught, but it makes sense, everyone. This provides you with a correct opportunity and it's simple engineering. You take a few chips out, the bag's maybe 60% full. Now, what do we do? Um, I think indexes in folding thumbs were folding over, bringing the top part of the bag as close as we can to the bottom. You don't need scotch tape. You don't need a rubber band. You don't need a, cl a chip clip. What you're going to do is you're going to lay that entire bag on top of the empty part. So where we folded over, when I took the index and I brought the thumbs over, I'm then rotating it 90 degrees flat on its face. That's how it's going to sit. That's how you properly put a bag away. You don't need chip clips. I think that's one of the worst excuses of all time. It's next to the whole dog ate my homework thing. I'll run, there are some exceptions. I think with popcorn, that's an exception because popcorn, they usually fill popcorn bags to the brim. You can get away with that. And it, that's just, I think, breakdown dynamic of popcorn. It's fluffier, it's lighter. It's not really gonna crumble. And when you squish popcorn down, sometimes that's a funner way to eat it when you really get bored. That's how I look at it. I hate, I just don't get it because 
everyone says the, the worst thing when you have a bowl of cereal is when you pour your cereal in and then you take your milk and you put the milk over, but then a little bit comes out. That is... It's so foolish. And I think that is, it's just unrealistic. Because here's, here's my thing. If you're eating cereal, I'm assuming you do it on a regular basis, right? You lose your virginity once. You don't eat cereal once. You eat cereal a lot, every day. With that, muscle memory, motions, I'm pouring milk, I should be aware. There's a reason milk, I mean, some milk is see-through. But if we're going horizon, chances are you get that half gallon, not going to be see-through. What you're doing is you're pouring. You're used to the weight. I think you'd know when the milk's almost empty. Now, if someone used it, left a little bit left. Doesn't sound like a nice person. One, and they didn't throw it away or dispose of it, or they just didn't top it off. I still think you can, you, you'd know how much there is. Even if it's caught off guard, even if you've been the only one using the milk, little brother, excuse me, little brother, a father, mother, sister, cousin comes down and they interrupt that cycle. You thought it was just your gallon. It's not. They tip it out. I mean, that's an issue. I still think you're used to the weight. And I, I've, I've been on Instagram too many times, but I've been too many times in the Instagram comedy section where I think the most, one of the more relatable crying, laughing emoji videos is when someone pours a bowl of cereal and they're happy and then they pour it over and a couple drops come out and they get sad. I just don't think that's how life works. I don't think that's relatable. I think it's pathetic. Keep in mind, I don't actually eat cereal. I don't. I mean, I like, I, if I do, it's going to be with kefir and some sort of granola. And I'm not saying I'm better than anyone. That's just how I'm going to do it. That's not the biggest issue with cereal and milk. I think here's the biggest issue. Um, you wake up in the morning and I think hanging around the hips, uh, plaid pajama pants, let's say they're from Costco. You come downstairs, you immediately go to the bowls. You grab some, a blue, yellow, green bowl, probably from Ikea. You place it down. We pivot right, go to the fridge, open it up, double checking, we see the milk. Before we bring the milk to the bowl, we're going to station our setup, we check the expiration date. Let's say the date is July 25th. It says on, it expires on 72319 nervous, precautionary, I think intelligent. You uncork it, you smell it, just to be sure, but you don't truly smell it. You kind of put it in because you're scared that it's going to smell so bad. You just don't want that sensation this early in the morning. So it's more of like a almost OCD type of thing. You put it, I just, you just had to do it. You close it up, you bring it over, you put it next to the bowl. Now from here, we're pivoting left. We're going to our pantry, opening it up and you see your honey nut Cheerios. Everything looks normal. The top flaps tucked in, you shake it, it's full. You forgot your parents went to Costco the night before. Bundled up. Mom or dad must have had some. You walk back over to the bowl where the milk is and it's full. You've confirmed that and it's not spoiled. Let's say the bowl's green and you, with your, I'm thinking, how would you do this? I don't do this often. I think you, applying pressure to the middle, the, the flab that sticks out with your index finger, almost gripping it with your fingerprint, we're extending and dipping down on the other flab with the right thumb, opening up that bag, and you're getting ready to pour. But before you pour, you have to open the bag because a properly closed bag of Honey Nut Cheerios is going to be folded over. Cheerio cereal, they fill that to the brim because they have the cardboard to protect it so you don't really worry about things getting squished. 
you reach down, but it's so odd because usually if it's folded over properly, you won't be able to feel the seams on top because they're tucked over in between. But instead, when you brought your hand in, the palm of your hand, anticipating grabbing the bag on the other side, meets, uh, oh God, it feels scraggly. If you took a used condom, drained it, cleaned it, but then let it dry, maybe the top of that, possibly some Cheerio right there too. You look down and the bag of cereal wasn't closed properly. You're already frustrated. It's already the morning. You got to test it out. You've been looking forward to this. You dip one hand in, you take a Cheerio. You don't eat it. You're not a fool. You've done this before. You squeeze it. It doesn't crunch. It kind of just sponge transition to a light crunch. It's stale. I think from there, you just leave everything out and you let whoever did it improperly know what happened. And I think that's what happened. That is a true tragedy. That's relatable. None of this two ounces of milk on top. Yeah, it's annoying, but maybe you're just not there. We're not present in the moment when that happens. When this happens, you did everything right. You walk downstairs, t-shirt or not, you walk downstairs, those plaid pajama pants on your hips. You walked over to the cupboard. You took out the Cheerios. Everything was prepped. You did everything prior. You checked the boxes. You open it up, and someone left it open. And the cereal is stale. That's an issue. I can't get behind that. That's my pet peeve. That it, it plain and simple. That's who I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. And and look, if you walked into the pantry where I'm living right now, you would find a a bag of Trader Joe's off-brand Doritos. I've come to like them. I have a bag clip on them, right? But you might look down, you see a bag of tortillas. That chip clip is on the Dorito bag. Why? In terms of structure of the bag, it's a little bit harder to keep it firm with those Doritos because I don't want to tuck it fully over and crush the chips. But with soft corn tortillas, I'm allowed that flexibility. I'm folding over properly and I'm placing it down. It's simple. It's just math. It's a science that I believe in. And I kind of want everyone listening right now, let's think about what we're doing in terms of preserving our food. Let's restructure it. Let's come back with nothing stale. That was, that almost had rantish energy, this episode. I, that was fun. I, I hope we all enjoyed it. Maybe if we're on our way to work, this got us through it. If we're lounging around the house, I'd like to think you had a laugh. I'd like that. If we're working out, I hope you got a sweet pump. Everyone, I'm, I'm looking at the clock. It's about that time. Uh, this was the 44th installment of the Monday Morning Commute. Everyone, my name is John. This all was my thing. Thank you for rocking with me. Until next time.